so glad that you have joined us this morning. And we are so glad that you are joining us virtual in our chapel. And the one thing that I'm excited about is the day that we are able to gather in the chapel once again to have an awesome time of praise and worship and fellowship physically. And so what we're going to do is going to give it a few minutes to for those to tune in with us this morning. We are so glad that you are able to be with us. And so, uh, yeah, people are beginning to join in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, truly, this is a day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, it's more than just happy resurrection. It is a time to rejoice that our Savior has risen and he reigns. So we're thanking everyone that's joining in. Good morning, Laura and Micah and Alexa. So glad. We love you too. I love you too. I love you too. Amen. Good morning, Rediette. Good morning. This is just amazing. Good morning, Elizabeth. So glad. Good morning, Rico. What's up, Mama Beans? Hey, Jesus is what's up. <laughs> Jesus is what's up. So we're so glad as people continue to join us this morning. Um, as you know, uh, we've been continuing. Good morning, Dr. Taylor, President Taylor. Good morning, Kent and Joel. Good morning. As you know, we have been in our series on Deuteronomy. Shema. I want you to listen this morning. I want you to listen to the surprising good news that's coming from Deuteronomy. And we know the good news is that he has risen. That's amazing. Our Lord has risen. And it's time to remember and to celebrate. Uh, Emily painted a beautiful picture on the Shema this morning and it was a beautiful portrait. It's like the promised land and it's about the promises of God that we're going to talk about this morning, what he tells us in Deuteronomy. And so I'm gonna come first from the chapter of Deuteronomy chapter 26 and uh, well, I'm going to back that up. I'm going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 16 first, and I'll be sharing uh, Deuteronomy chapter 26 a little bit later. In the chapter 16 of Deuteronomy, we are reminded of some major, major feast. And one of the key verses in Deuteronomy 16 is the 17th verse, and it simply says, each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. I'm going to say that again. Each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. Bringing a free will offering to the Lord reminded the children of Israel to remember the sacrifice of Passover when the Lord delivered them out of Egypt. And that ultimate sacrifice was Jesus, the Lamb, the sacrificial lamb of God, 
whose blood was received and applied so that the wrath of God would pass over them and it passed over us. We are to remember Pentecost. The joy of Pentecost was coming. You see, Pentecost was a celebration 50 days after Easter Sunday, and it was commemorating the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and the other followers of Jesus Christ. While they were in Jerusalem, they were celebrating the Feast of Weeks. We too are to remember the joy of the Pentecost, for there was no ritual of sacrifice commanded. Instead, it was a time of joyful thanksgiving for the harvest and a heart response to God. And remembering the bondage, Israel had escaped. When I thought about them coming out of bondage, we too must remember that we have been in bondage to many things of this world. Fear, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. But because of the joy that we have in Christ, because we have received him as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we can be joyful and free of those things that have caught us in captivity. We can be joyful and give thanks with a heart response to God. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, I love this chapter in particular. We are reminded of the promises when the children of Israel presented their first fruits and tithes to the priest and they were giving thanks and praise at the giving of the first fruits. Moses describes and he gives instructions of what needs to be done and how rituals were to be implemented. And one was the initial first fruit offering and presenting of a basket of first fruits to God every year. And you know, they were to remember, they were to be reminded from this law that they may learn and even so us today, we must learn to acknowledge God as the promise keeper and the law giver of all good things. Things which are to support and comfort us in our natural life and therefore to serve and honor him with our first fruits. They needed to be reminded that the first fruits was not only a pledge of a full harvest, to come, but also a reminder of the rise of the nation from its meager beginnings. You know, sometimes we can think back when we had those meager beginnings, but because of the harvest of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are reminded to remember the promises of God, that he is the God of the giving of good things in our lives today. In spite of what's going on, Corona Death, heartache, heartbreak, hopelessness, but we still can be reminded that he is the God that gives good things. You know, we woke up this morning. We have a roof over our head, food on the table, clothes on our backs, the functions of our limbs. My mama used to say, every morning that you wake up, it means that God is not done with you yet. That's a good thing. He's a giver of life. We must remember where we've come from, from our meager beginnings. We must remember to serve the Lord with the gifts that he has given us. Our ministries, 
the gift of music, our talents, that they may honor and glorify the Lord. We must remember that we must deny ourselves. Remembering there was a time where we chose what we thought was the better fruit. You know, the things of the world, the lust of the flesh, things that we thought were good things in our lives, things that made us curious, but it turned out to be a bad piece of fruit. But in choosing the Lord, Micah 7 and 1 simply says, my soul, my soul desires the first ripe fruits. When God appointed them to lay those by him, he thought, taught them to prefer the glorifying of his name before the gratifying of their own appetites and desires. To give God the first and the best, we too must give him the best. And as those that believe him to be the first and the best of things, those that consecrate the days of our youth and the prime of their time to serve and honor God, bringing him the first fruits, which with such offerings, he is well pleased. We need to ask ourselves this morning, what are the first fruits that are so good to us that we are willing to give to God first? Are you willing to plant the word of God first in your heart? Are you willing to take the time to pray the first thing in the morning? Early in the morning, he said, we rise, giving him honor and glory and praise. Are you willing to honor God, follow Christ, and serve humanity first before others? Are you willing to make the Lord first and foremost in your life? God has made good on his promises to not only the children of Israel, but he has made good on his promise to us as well. We are to honor his, his faithfulness to us and therefore we must be faithful to him. I want you to think about your first fruits. What is it that you're willing to give the Lord today? I give him all of me. I give him my life. I give him my everything. What are you willing to give that he may be glorified in your life? The beautiful picture that Emily created this morning was simply amazing. I felt the spirit of the Lord as she was drawing her painting. And it reminded me even of the 23rd Psalms that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. He maketh us to lie down in green pastures. You know, there we can find rest. If we could spiritually look at what Emily was painting, that was his promise that we can lay down in green pastures. He comforts us. He keeps us. He anoints our head with oil that our cup may run over. And he said, surely goodness, that beautiful painting was goodness and mercy following us all the days of our lives. And so in closing, I want to remind you of this. The word of God tells you to think on the things that are lovely and think on the things that are pure and think on the things that are of a good report. 
And I want you to remember this. Let us remember Jesus' sacrifice. Let us remember Jesus' sacrifice. Let us remember that Pilate couldn't kill him and the grave couldn't hold him. Remember that. Pilate couldn't kill him. The grave couldn't hold him. Let us remember to keep loving him and to loving others. The greatest of these is love. Somebody needs to know that they are loved today. Let us celebrate by worshiping him. Hallelujah. For the Lord Almighty reigns. Let us celebrate by worshiping him. Let us celebrate by praising him. Lifting up holy hands. Giving him a morning sacrifice of praise. Let us celebrate by praising him in song. Let us celebrate by using the first fruits. Our gifts. Our talents. Our time. Our service. Our ministries. And lastly, let us celebrate by going into the world via text, email, Instagram, Zoom, Facebook, Facebook Live, YouTube, and calling somebody because someone needs to keep a spiritual connection to you today and sharing this gospel. Someone is waiting to Shema to listen. To hear this surprising good news and the promises of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, this is Steffi Nobles Beans coming from you, from the chapel, virtual. May God bless you and may God keep you. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, you have been so good to us and we thank you for keeping us. For lifting us up. Lord we thank you that we are. Your hands. Your feet. And your mouth. We are the mouthpiece of God. We thank you for covering us. With your undying love. Your joy. And your peace. Lord be a comfort to those. Who have lost loved ones. Be strength to those. Who are weak. Thank you for your love. Thank you for sending your son Jesus. Christ who came to save this world and God we will be so careful to give you all the honor the glory and the praise in Jesus mighty name amen and as you know we always have a benediction benediction means blessing may you be blessed today may the Lord the Father give you love May the tenderness of the Son give you peace. And may the presence of the Spirit gladden your heart. And may they all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bring peace to your soul this day and forevermore. Amen.